0: Uh, This morning, a new interim director of the board of Hockey Canada was named. Of course, this uh, follows um, the uh, resignation of the old board chair last Friday. Michael Brindamore resigned last week. This morning, um, it was announced that Hockey Canada has appointed um, a new interim chair. I'm just trying to find the story here and get the details. Uh, Andrea Skinner is her name. And you take a look at the background. Miss um, uh, Skinner is quite remarkable. She played elite sports uh, at like four or five different sports like hockey and, and uh, all kinds of things. She's uh, she's she's quite a, a person. She's been on the board since 2020. Uh, and again, she's just interim at this point. I don't know if that'll turn into full time, but um, that's the latest development with Hockey Canada this morning. Of course, we've talked a lot about the suspension of the funding around Hockey Canada, right? The federal government announced they are going to suspend their funding of Hockey Canada, along with a number of the big, big sponsors that put a lot of money into that program. And most people see that as a good thing because typically, you know, the money uh, sort of calls the shots. But there's a lot, somebody's put up their hand and made a really, really good point. You know what? Pulling that funding is going to have a much more detrimental impact on women's hockey, para hockey, things like that, than it will on the men's program. They're far more reliant on that kind of funding than men's hockey is if you think about how men train and how they're involved in school programs junior programs pro programs whatever the case may be and then they go and compete at the international level with hockey canada their training happens outside in a lot of instances with women's hockey not so um that elite hockey happens within hockey canada by and large. So it's a much different situation. But let's get some details on that. We're going to chat now with Gina Kingsbury, the director of hockey operations for Hockey Canada's women's teams. Gina, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, I mean, this move by the federal government to freeze the funding, it will be felt by women's hockey far more than men's hockey, right? Is it going to have a major impact, do you think?
1: Well, I, I think it will have an impact on, on all of Hockey Canada. And I think what, what people tend to think when they think hockey, they, they automatically go to uh, to the men's side. Mm. Um, but uh, Hockey Canada has uh, various programs all across, uh, you know, para and women's programs and obviously the men's programs. So, uh, you know, what what impacts uh, Hockey Canada will impact the women uh, and as well, para and, and all different uh, programs. Uh, that That is true.
0: The funding, in um, the Own the Podium uh, funding that came from Hockey Canada, a six million uh, in the lead up to Beijing went to the women's team, um, and four million went to para hockey. One point eight million went to the men's. With that kind of money, where wh- what's it used for? What's what's that money needed for? Uh, specifically with women's hockey, that's your program. How is that money used and spent?
1: Yeah, we, we've got uh, several programs. So we've got a U eighteen program, we've got a development program, as well as a, our senior program, which is uh, the program that most people know, our Olympic team. So. Uh, all camps events competition uh support to the athletes training uh when they're not with us uh all of that uh, funding uh helps support our programming and helps continue to develop our athletes at the elite level and in the high performance uh, side of things so the budget that you're talking about is is geared towards high performance it's our uh, uh it's our, our programming so u18 program all the way up to our olympic team and this past season we we centralized in calgary so we had uh, 29 athletes move to calgary and train uh in in hopes of of cracking a a roster spot for uh, Beijing 2022 Uh, so that obviously uh, you know took uh, a lot of funds to be able to bring everyone in and and to be able to train and uh, it it certainly paid off with our results uh, in Beijing.
0: It's not an immediate impact with this freeze in the funding right I mean we're in a position where Hockey Canada still has the funds to operate so it's not going to affect you today but if there isn't a resolution long term are you a little more worried about what the implications might be?
1: Well, I think everyone's concerned long-term, right? We're 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 definitely in a in a situation that uh, we've never been in before, uh, you know, at Hockey Canada. But uh, I know Hockey Canada's executives uh, have uh, worked really hard at ensuring that we are able to uh, to run our programs here this season and and uh, continue to be business as usual on our side of things uh, uh, to provide the opportunities and the experiences and the critical experiences to our athletes here this season. So, uh, you know, it's business as usual for us uh, for this upcoming season. But uh, there's always that concerns. Long-term, what uh, what affects this has because uh, as as I mentioned, anything that affects Hockey Canada, we are Hockey Canada as well. Our women's program is Hockey Canada, so uh, it, it certainly will have an impact on us long-term if it impacts uh, Hockey Canada.
0: And Gina, you know, with all that's going on and all the discussion on Hockey Canada, you're in the middle of a pretty intense program, right? Now. I mean, there's a tournament coming up this month, right? Yeah, we
1: we have the biggest, the largest camp we've ever hosted. Uh, we brought in our entire program, so 142 athletes and 75 staff members, so uh, over 200 people here in Calgary right now training. Uh, we will be naming three teams out of this camp, uh, so a U18 team, a development team that will play uh, the U.S. in a three-game series uh, next week, which is exciting here in Calgary, and then we'll name our senior national team and they will uh, head over to uh, uh, Denmark to compete yeah. at uh, this year's World Championship. So a really really busy month for us really exciting it's an opportunity for us to start the quad and and start aiming for milan uh, 2026 and hopefully defend a gold medal there so a uh, really exciting time for us and and uh, we're really happy with uh, so far how the camp has gone and we're looking forward to being able to compete and represent our, our country here uh, coming up
0: and that's in denmark starting on the is it 25th or 29th
1: uh, 25th. 25th is uh, is the start of the tournament.
0: Gotcha. Okay, Jana. Best of luck. Uh, we'll be watching as we always do. Thank you so much for joining us today.